2: Evan and Tiki on the family got a big uh, Morash Giants conspiracy theory he'll lay out coming up in the next hour. But last night, I give the NFL credit, Tiki, they've got this media night, I think they call it like opening night or something like that, Mm -hmm. where they pack the stadium with like fans, legitimate fans buy tickets for this, and members of the Chiefs and the Niners and coaches are interviewed. They're interviewed by an NFL Network person. They're interviewed by a lot of just reporters who are there, and they've turned Media Day into an event. And so I sifted through a lot of it because I was like, "Yeah, oh, I'm curious what's said. I'm curious if there's anything interesting." And the number one thing that I thought was fascinating was the question about Kyle Shanahan mm. because he sure sounded drunk to me. <laughs> now I'm not judging because Kyle Shanahan. It's Monday night. You got a lot of time before Sunday. And you're not really working. You're just talking to the media. Right. And this, half the questions are stupid. This is not a practice day. That's right. So they're not really working.
3: They're just kind of hanging. So I, I want to be they're clear. They're ushered around That's in, right. in buses. And they have tons of media obligations starting at whatever, 8 in the morning, 10 in the morning. And they go to like 6 at night, right. 8 at night, or whatever the heck it is. So...
2: If you took a nip or something, I am mad at you. I'm not mad at you all. In fact, I, I admit that when we listen to this clip, maybe I'm just rooting for Kyle Shanahan to be drunk. It's like, <laughs> cool, like, great, I got no problem with right? that.
3: Because that's what I would do. I've had to do <laughs> interviews for 16 hours
2: a day. <laughs> so how is your drunk radar? Do you have a good one, Teak? Yeah, I'm pretty good at this. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Kyle Shanahan being asked about Brock Purdy. And you'll hear his answer. And listen to how he sounds. He sounded like he's a few sheets to the window.
4: Well, it's, it's it's funny to hear Jed say that because it wasn't the smartest moment I've ever had. I mean, when the owner comes in after training camp practices and is like, hey, how's the quarterback? And he what he means is the starter yeah. or the second. And you and Irritation go, I don't know, but our third guy's the best. Like, that's not what he wants to hear. So that's why he remembers it very strong. But that was just more... Brock was so good right away with every rep he got. He was always the same, and he only got a couple of them. So it was easy for me to say because in his few reps, he was hmm. the best. But if you know that for a fact, I mean, then you do what you do right away. But he was the best, and but you ease that on. And every time he got a little more reps, it was the same as when he only got two. And so when it was all said and done and he got a lot of playing time, I was like, oh, this looks exactly like what I told you when I was irritated, and he only had three reps, and I said, no, he's the best, but that's what was so real about Brock. That's why after his seven games, his rookie year, even when he got hurt, we knew what we had, because he'd been that way in practice every day, and it was the exact same way in the games. Drunk hmm. or
2: not drunk? not drunk? Not
4: drunk. Really? Yeah. Oh, drunk. I think he's wasted.
3: I listened to every word. When yeah, but he was kind of slurring. No, okay, he was like... That's that's, that's that's muscle fatigue. <laughs>
2: I'm, tired I'm being of serious. Talk. He's tired of talking. No, so
3: your jaw, your, your your mouth has muscles in it. And if you, I'm serious, and if you talk for too long, yeah. you, it, it's just like if you did bicep curls for too long. Eventually, they just wear out. Mm. You get muscle fatigue. Now, you still have to talk, but you just, you can't, like, form your, <laughs> I'm being dead honest here. Can you can't you. form your mouth the right way, and so you slur. So well I was I wasn't even listening to like how he was what he was saying. I was I was waiting for him to mis-say a
2: word. Like he didn't mis-say any word. No, but he did two things that I normally associate with myself being drunk. Right. He was sort of slurring, but you've already given the answer it's muscle fatigue. Yeah. And then the way his like he had the drunk tone. Yeah. Like he had that tone. Like the, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's already
3: told that story like 16,000 times.
2: So he's got muscle fatigue from storytelling as wow. well. He's just kind of like over it. <laughs> you could tell. <laughs> You could tell. I don't, All right, I don't, so I don't think he was drunk. So you say not drunk? I think not drunk. Lugi, was he drunk? No, I'm with Tiki.
5: Sounded like muscle fatigue. Yeah. <laughs> you never heard of muscle fatigue? No, I, it almost sounded like he may maybe took something, almost like a, just a relaxer or something. He was mm. just
4: talking very slowly, but yeah. not drunk. Yeah. Sean,
5: I think he was wasted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the way he said the number two is the word I pointed to. I did it too. Like, <laughs> I have definitely been there. And by the way, understandably, maybe he just needed to calm the nerves and the jitters before But I took a little flask and then it hit him. I,
2: I, I. Maybe he had a vape like Mike, Mike uh, <laughs> Daniel did. <Grid. laughs> hit the pen. Right, yeah, there's the pen. nothing wrong if he did that. I mean, what are your responsibilities on Super Bowl Monday? By the way, you're not obligated to not be drunk. That's true. There's no rule that says you can't right. be drunk. God, I'm trying to remember. Like, what did we do? <laughs> For for that Super Bowl because that well, the media most... day was also very very different back then yeah. because they didn't make it this primetime time
3: event. No. It, it was Tuesday
5: at ten a.m. I played Super Bowl. Right, it was
3: earlier. Thing. Right, it was earlier in the day. I remember getting out of bed and having to go and sit in one of those little booths. Yeah, and 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 sit and answer questions from people for hours. It was it was maddening.
2: Um, Look at you, anti-media over there. No, it's not anti-media. Maddening. These questions were so but, dumb. But, but you. But
3: the problem is you've already answered them. Like you've answered all of those questions. Think about this. The Super Bowl is a week. This championship game was a week and a half ago. Right. Like, all of these questions have been asked and answered at least eight times. Right. And then then you get the official media day, and now you have the official answer to the same questions that you were asked Eight times three, weeks, and then you, like you get muscle ago.
2: fatigue, and you sound drunk when you're not drunk. According yes, to, especially if you're the head coach. Yeah, the other and thing, especially like, if you're drinking, <laughs> which you may have been, <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> the other thing that I don't know if I should be surprised, but I was, was that the crowd itself was incredibly pro San Francisco 49er. Hmm. and I, I'll give you this clip. This is of Travis Kelsey. You got this, Luke. Travis Kelsey is being interviewed. And listen to the crowd. It's almost like The Rock showed up, and all the We Want Cody people were offended. Like, listen to this crowd at Travis Kelsey. Now, baby. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I love the booze, money. I love the cheers, baby. Keep them coming. Niners game. <laughs> Y'all are firing me up. Make me want to play right now, baby. I love the booze, man. I love the cheers, baby. Keep them coming, Niners gang. Keep I, I, them
3: coming. Now, do you think this is anything related to who he's dating?
2: No, I because every chief got it. Andy Reid got it. Pat Mahomes oh, got okay. it. Like, yeah, I'm sure he's more of a heel because of who he's dating. Like he because there's more attention around him. But the Kansas City Chiefs, when they were announced, were booed like that. And by the way, that boo that you just heard—that's not thirty percent. That is ninety-seven percent booze. So I had a couple of thoughts to try to figure this thing out. Number one, the proximity that Las Vegas to San Francisco. But then you got to get on a plane. It's not the one's driving right. from it's, San Francisco to Vegas. It's also
3: not that f- much farther from Kansas City, is it? Well, no, it's further than Kansas.
2: Come on. I mean, it's probably, but is it that far? Well, it, in the context that you Missouri gotta get on, is not like on the East Coast. Yeah, but it's <laughs> halfway across the country. Is it? Yes. I've driven there. Trust me, <laughs> I, dro- I drove to uh, not Kansas City. I drove to St. Louis. So I didn't quite go- get to Kansas City, but wow. I drove to St. Louis.
5: If you were driving Kansas City to Vegas, nineteen hours. San Francisco to Vegas, eight and a half hours.
2: Yeah, it's not even close. But my point oh, is, okay,
5: it's it's either way, it's a flight, it's a a plane ride.
2: No, that's the point.
5: So I'm not like a. It's not like a
3: significantly challenging play ride.
2: No, no. But that was the point I'm making that I thought, hey, they're close. But then when you really think about it, you're only getting on a plane. Like right. you're not. Most people are not driving eight and a half hours. I would do it. Most people wouldn't. So, okay. Is it the proximity? Hmm. That's number one. Number two, is it the city not liking the Chiefs because they're division rivals? No,
5: it's socioeconomic, but keep going. What do you mean, social? What does that mean?
1: Brands Like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax,
6: and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher Online Shop stage Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what does <what's> that mean? It means <laughs> you
2: just threw it out there. Like, what does that mean?
3: So, if you are 40, San Francisco is very affluent. Oh, and
2: I got it. now you're again. Good. If
3: you're going to travel to the Super Bowl, you can probably take almost the whole week. Kansas City's got a blue collar.
2: Gotcha.
3: So if you're going to go, you're probably going Friday, Saturday, So you think Sunday. the Chief fan shows up, they're just not there yet. They're just not there yet. Interesting.
5: Also, I don't even think That this would ha- be my guess. I don't think this has as much to do with traveling from San Francisco to Kansas City— we're talking about one of, like, the three fan bases represented the most throughout the country is the 49ers, not the Chiefs. They're with the Cowboys and Steelers no, you're right. right up there. Where no, you're absolutely There's right. probably—you could make the case there might be more Cowboys, Steelers, and 49ers fans that already live in Nevada than yeah, Raider Yeah, you're Pink.
3: not going to get random Kansas City fans in
2: wherever. So Las Vegas I, or— I disagree with you for two reasons. New York or whatever. I have two pieces of evidence I'd like to present to the table on why you guys are wrong. Number one, I was at Disney World this weekend. Have I told you that? Yes, you did. One thing I have this weird obsession with is, like, noticing sports jerseys that are being worn. Mm -hmm. Just jumps out at me. So the most popular sports jerseys I saw while at Epcot Center, I hand this to you, Tiki, soccer jerseys. True story. Of course. Okay? Told you. International. Disney's very internet. Mm -hmm. Not a surprise. The second most popular. E- was it EPL? Bundesliga? I, I have no idea. You think kind of <laughs> I know the difference? I saw soccer jerseys. League <laughs> of And They have it all <laughs> different leagues, all different players. I have no idea. The second most popular jersey? Kansas City Chiefs jerseys. Yeah. Dude, I saw well, Chiefs jerseys. Adults or kids? K- kids and adults. Both. Right. Didn't
3: matter. But think about that. Why? Because the Kansas City Chiefs are they're the current dynasty. 100%. So if you're a kid and you're not necessarily tied to... Your local team, mm-hmm. or you don't have one, because most of the country doesn't have a local team, right? When we think about it, yeah. So, if you're a f- kid and you're watching football with your dad,
2: right, right. you're gonna like the Kansas City Chiefs. I agree, but you guys just said the Niners are more popular no. around the country. It's not what you guys just said, no, no, no. but 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 that kid. Doesn't have any affluence.
3: Right. That kid. There's no disposable income coming to that kid's bank account unless he's an influencer.
5: In 20 years from now. <laughs> he's on TikTok. Yeah, 20 exactly. years from now at a non Chiefs or something like that, that'll right. be the Chief fan booing at media. Right. Yeah,
3: but the 49ers fandom goes back. Decades, i agree right? but here's my second part that you guys but can't, i also think it's i think it's
2: socioeconomic okay no ultimately i, I think that's going to be my that would be my guess I think, that's I, a, give an answer. I think that's a really good answer by the way i think you may ultimately be right but here's my second thing that you guys can't deny remember nfc championship game between the san francisco 49ers and the detroit lions remember that game yeah remember all about that yeah now we all talked about dan campbell but yeah. do you remember the crowd breakdown dude they were 30 percent lion fans so as popular as the San Francisco 49ers are, their building was infiltrated by blue collar right. Detroit Lion fans. But
3: that the Lions have are desperate for that moment. They they, they have been waiting for this for I agree. What? 50
2: years? No, no, a no, long years? long time. I completely agree.
3: So I I can and see that and and let's also not forget that Sofi is not Sofi. Levi Levi. Yep. Levi, it's a pain in the butt to get to. So I know that the 49er fans are loyal and they're, they're it's I don't know I, I could easily be convinced if I was a 49er season ticket holder to sell my tickets and watch it at home. Mm. Be, just being honest no it's, I get just, it's a hype. Well, you're also leaving sporting
5: events
2: tied with three minutes to go so <laughs> well, and also, regular season basketball. His socioeconomic season point, basketball.
5: go ahead. If you're a chief fan that had the funds to go to a Super Bowl, you might be kind of tapped out by now. <laughs>
2: no, I mean there, there, may be, there may be truth to that right. because I've always said as a Jet fan I would drop like ten grand to go see my team in the Super Bowl. Like I'd be willing to spend that amount of money if yeah, they ever got it. But there. if they go three times in five years. I couldn't afford that. Right. Like that fan doesn't pay that right. well. Like right. I could maybe do it once, but I do understand that. I am curious though, by the time we get to Sunday, if and they, that crap breaks down change. They just went. And the
5: Niners to a degree, too. And and keep in mind where the Super Bowl is, Vegas. There are plenty of ways
2: to spend your
3: money
5: out in Vegas, unlike a Tampa maybe or something like that. But the Chiefs
3: just went. Two years prior to that, they went. The year prior to that, they went. Mm. So three of the last four, they've been. So do you expect come Super Bowl Sunday? last five, including this
2: one. I get it. They're they're a burgeoning dynasty. Do you expect that this Sunday it's going to be 90-10? Because, dude, media night was like 95-5. It was like going to a New Jersey Nets Knicks game in 2010. Trust me.
3: I think it's going to be heavy, heavy 49ers. It's going to be heavy Niners. Because you think about when was the last time the 49ers won a Super Bowl?
2: 1994. Mm, yeah, They the destroyed the Chargers. Season. 95. I'm sorry, 95.
3: 95. It's 94 season. You're 94 right. 94 season, yeah. Right. 95 Super
2: Bowl. They destroyed the Chargers that day, Stan yeah. Humphreys and whatnot. Right. But they've lost since. Like they lost to Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, mm-hmm. no, even before that, they lost the. When I think of Ravens Niners in 2012, all I think about is the blackout. So I call that the blackout Super Bowl. Yeah. Then they lost to Jimmy Garoppolo Super Bowl because he missed the pass. Right. And then this year they're going to lose again. They're big losers. By the way, they're the only franchise that I think has sent one, two, three, five different quarterbacks to the Super Bowl, starting quarterbacks. <laughs> and, five,
3: and they have the third youngest now.
2: And they got the third youngest now. Think about that. They've had they've sent five different. I don't think a franchise has sent more than three. If you really break it down, but the Niners sent Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. They sent Steve Young. Yep. They sent Colin Kaepernick. Right. They sent Jimmy Garoppolo, and now they sent Brock Purdy.
5: Had a shot no two with Garcia too.
2: They had a they shot. Did. Well, no, they didn't. They didn't really have a no, shot that year. Tampa beat the crap I just out. Just wanted of. to
5: see Tiki react.
2: Yeah. Tiki. Taking a shot at Tiki. I was at that, that game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's your own freaking team. What the hell's wrong with you? Well, Tiki's no, no, on no, my no, current. No. Team. The following following week. I understand. So they beat us. But but they I did... beat you. Why would you even bring that up? I was because they hoping they went to
5: Tampa and then got beat up. Yeah, I he took the Tampa angle. I was hoping it would lead to Tiki going. And those refs ran right down the tunnel and pa 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 I like getting out of
2: Tiki. I'm over that. What was the crowd breakdown for the Ravens Giants Super Bowl you were in? Do you remember? Oh, it was all New York. It felt that way, right? Oh,
3: 100%. Because
2: who the hell's a Raven fan in 2000? Well, forget that.
3: Where are the Giant fans retiring to? Oh, yeah. So I mean, it was it
2: was a Giant Super Bowl. Yeah, you got that home field advantage. <laughs>
3: absolutely. Did. I was it didn't at, matter.
2: <laughs> I was at the two against the Patriots. And I'll tell you right now, it was like 70-30 Giants. Like, they had the huge... And where, that's amazing uh, to think about. Where was it was it in place? Arizona, the first one, and then Indianapolis. Indeed. But, the Indy was but think about the remember. Arizona one. Because I didn't go to the Indy one. Oh, the Okay, but the first one, the Patriots are going for an undefeated season. Yeah. And we're talking about the city of Boston, right? Yeah. And I, and I and correct me if I'm wrong, okay, because I was in the building. This is my sense all these years later. I thought it was 70-30 Giant fans. That, that was the sense I got being in the building
5: for that game. I, I It got the vibe, 70-30 rooting for the Giants. How many of them were Giants fans? How many of them well, that's
2: all hating I'm the Pats? All yeah. I'm saying is it was a 70-30 in favor of the Giants, which... Yeah, maybe you had the, the casual fan, if you will, who just wants to drop $10,000 to go to a freaking, you know, Super Bowl. They were rooting for the upset, and obviously the Giants provided the upset. We'll get back to your calls. Plus, something Roger Goodell said yesterday that makes absolutely no sense. But let's go to Nick in Huntington. How are you, Nick? Hey, guys. Uh, Evan, I love you, but bad take, man. I mean, the Super Bowl is one of the greatest days in this country. I mean, you know why it doesn't feel real to you? You haven't been there. That's that why going. it doesn't feel real I knew, to you. I knew that, I knew that was coming. I mean, <laughs> I just feel like you want to complain. What's next? The fireworks on 4th of July are too loud? They're overrated, too, though.
5: Those
2: lights at Christmas are too bright? I mean, <laughs> that's like, 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 what long. Do you want? <laughs> I want it like, to be have- more about the game and not about everything else. That's all I'm saying. I'm not even complaining. I'm not being Scrooge right now. I'm excited. I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to have a good time. I'm just calling it like it is. And I and I knew that that shot was coming. I
3: was waiting for it. Mm. What do
2: you know about the Super Bowl?
3: The Patriots also, because just like the Kansas City
2: Chiefs, they were in three of the previous six before the Giants. Yeah, but you know why that doesn't count? In two thousand seven is unique. You have oh, a chance course. to have a perfect season. You want to tell me two thousand eleven? I'm surprised
3: I'm by that break by that breakdown.
2: Well, I'm waiting for someone from Boston to call up and basically right. yell
3: at me and say you're remembering what? because I was I was there, but I was covering, so I was like in the bowels, like I was in the like. Media. So you didn't have a sense for how I it was. wasn't like in the in the seats, like I was in the media area, which is it's like like it's it's closed
2: off, like you, yeah, don't, yeah. you don't hear you don't hear anything. I got you. I so, was in the upper deck corner. That's <laughs> where they put and I and by the way, I didn't have seats. It was a media credential, oh. but the media credential for us little folk was just seats in yeah. the stadium. Yeah. Which I'm very fortunate for, trust me. I'm not complaining. To be in a building for a Super Bowl is amazing. But you're talking like top corner end zone.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what? Here's the positive. I'm with the people. Yeah. Yeah. So you're amongst it. That Plaxico touchdown in forty two. That's one of the loudest cheers and roars we've heard at a moment. Oh, it was incredibly yeah. loud. You yeah. know what
2: happened when that when that occurred? I'll never forget this. It was two thousand and eight. I just got an iPad for the very first time. (laughs) I was so excited, and I dropped it. When Burris scored the touchdown and it it cracked, big
5: little line in it. Oh, I was so devastated. There you go, Evan. What? There you go. No wonder the Super Bowl doesn't feel important to you. You're too busy fixing with an iPad as the Giants are driving and win a Super Bowl to beat an undefeated team. Well, in
2: fairness, I wasn't fixing with it. I was like, this is cool. I've never seen this. I mean, come on. (laughs) It's the beginning of the tablet world. (laughs) No, I dropped it. I wasn't even using it, to be truthful. Like, I was not sitting there on my tablet at the Super Bowl. I was holding it and then I dropped it and had this huge crack across the front. So when I think of the Giants defeating the Patriots.
3: Yeah, if you think of the $150 you had to shell out to fix your screen.
2: I did. I thought of that. <laughs> and I also thought how, like, I have to admit how excited I genuinely was. And I, as a Jet fan, it was very weird. I was so happy right. when you guys won that game that I was celebrating. I don't want to say like it was the Jets because I think I would have cried if it was the Jets. But I was right. up and down. Right. I was high and Giant fans. I remember we went into the radio booth after. And I gave Carl Banks a hug, which was so random. I was like, we did it. And I'm like, we? What the hell's wrong with me?
3: He's WFA. Yeah, well,
5: but I meant we as like the Giants because I was so anti-Patriots. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, really yeah. what it was about. And then in Indianapolis, you and, you and Joe showed up as Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, we turned. Hell with this. Yeah, that was our heel turn. 2007 yeah. yes, to one guy, You guys can't have a dynasty.
2: Forget that. <laughs> you
5: can't have that.
2: Let's go to Dave in Franklin Squares. What's up, Dave? Hey, what's up, guys? I love watching you play. I love listening to you on the radio. Thank you, dude. Uh, listen, uh, you guys have made a point about the quarterback situation with uh, never having three quarterbacks go to the, to the Super Bowl. Well, I Assume, think – I, I know San Francisco has done five, and I was like, Barack in my brain, has anyone done four? Like, who's done four? The Giants. Oh, you're going to count Hostetler? I can't count Hostetler. I mean, mm. that's Phil Simms'
4: thing. Why can't you, they,
2: yeah, he won a Super Bowl. I, How can you I, not count I, Jeff Hostetler? You know why – no, he did. I don't mean any knock on him. This is my own issue. Because Phil Simms led the Giants to 11 wins that season before he got hurt. It's kind of like Nick Foles and Carson Wentz. Yeah. Hear me out on this. Because I know that sounds nuts, and I'm not disrespecting Hostetler, nor am I disrespecting Foles, because they did what they needed to do to win a championship. But they're not there without the 11 True. wins
5: but from Phil Simms and then Carson Wentz. Isn't there a
3: statue of of Nick Foles?
5: Yes. Yeah. This, st- <laughs> and it went up right away. Carson Wentz had right. to go back and look at it. This, the,
3: <laughs> the statue. Yeah. Is to the guy who was in the arena. Nah, nah you guys are right. Right? You so guys are it's right. Foles. Yeah, you're right. Just, and just Ty like, it, just like there, it is Hostetler, yeah. even yeah. though, you know, Phil has two Super Bowl rings, it's just like Carson Wentz. Nah, you're right. Like that, like, I don't even know if Carson feels that one.
2: Like, right. does he feel ownership? Well, I, it? I heard the story, I don't know if you told it to me or someone else did, that after they won the Super Bowl, Carson Wentz in the locker room was depressed. Right. Was like sitting there yeah. in the locker by himself, like, oh, God. Yeah.
3: Because he knew the only way
2: that he could get rid of that is to win one himself. Yes. And he never got the chance. Yeah. Now, Hostetler definitely counts. Giants have sent four different quarterbacks for Super Bowl, if we're being fair. I just always like, I think of Foles and I think of Hostetler as, yeah, well, they did it in the postseason. But that was set up by a starting quarterback who was great before he got hurt. But you're also
3: forgetting Doug Williams. Doug Williams was that Jay Schrader. Oh yeah, Washington did it Jay too. Jay Schrader yeah. was the starting quarterback so f- for most of that season, so f- and then Doug and and obviously I remember this because I was a skins fan back then. But it's the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the one I got. Really became a Washington fan because of that.
2: Mm. And he wasn't the player. He didn't play all year. No, you're right. Neither did Trent Dilfer, the one you lost to the Ravens. He filled in late. Yeah, I forget who the starter was. Tony Banks. Banks. That's right. Tony Banks. That's crazy. Yeah, I think teams have sent maybe four quarterbacks to the Super Bowl, but the the Niners are doing five. Yeah. And we'll see if they go 0 for 3 with the last three. You know, with Steve Young and Joe Montana, they got victory. <laughs> with Colin Kaepernick, with Jimmy Garoppolo, we'll see about Brock Purdy. Well, uh, you know my stat, right? Your stat? Yes. Like and a I mean, stat I, about Tiki Barber? No,
3: it's a stat that I, it's obvious, but it people don't think about it. Go ahead. Teams that have won Super Bowls. Eighty percent of them, almost. It's probably a little bit less than that, but 80% close to it. Eighty percent of them have quarterbacks that are in the Hall of Fame or going to be in the Hall of oh, Fame. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And if it's and in the, and the exceptions are the teams that had all time defense. Hundred percent. That's why. So, so Jimmy Garoppolo, not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Steve Young. And, and Joe Montana, Hall of fame quarterback. No, no,
2: you're right. And we, we've always talked about that. That's why you're so wrong about what you said yesterday, by the way. By what? You
3: just proved yourself to be incorrect, and I appreciate that, Tiki. Well, I'm betting on the Giants having an all-time defense.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> by, the, by the way, the reason I bring that up is Tiki was like, you got to build the ass first. They're That's fine right. with Daniel That's Jones. Right. Don't draft a quarterback. An all-time defense. Well, well, oh, wait. If the Niners win the Super Bowl, which they can. They're favorites, obviously. Right. We don't know the answer on that because they don't have an all-time defense. They have no. a good defense. They have an all-time They do they not have, a, have an all-time they have, defense. They have a good defense. It's good. not all-time. It's not all-time. Right. And Brock Purdy is what? And I know we don't know the answer to that yet. Like, I'll admit that. It's almost like when the Patriots won their first Super Bowl with Tom Brady. We right. don't know yet. So, I don't know yet about Brock Purdy. So, so it, but it, where does that it, fit It kind of gets
3: broken a little bit, a little bit, because of last year and um, Matt Stafford. Now, there are some that started to say after he won the super bowl this makes him a hall of famer i think he's going to end up as one yes and uh, it's just it's i think it might be hard because of the com- the peer comparison so when he gets compared to his peers like his generation of playing football was he really better or at the same level as Peyton manning the same level as all these other guys that are going to be considered it's it's going to be challenging but the super bowl helps him on his resume by the way he's not done either like he's still going to play two or three more years and without him, the Rams don't win that Super Bowl. So who knows? But other than that, it's Tom Brady, it's Pat Mahomes, it's it's Tom Brady, it's the Nick Foles thing that we yeah, just yeah. talked about, and it's Tom Brady, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's it's
5: it's Peyton Manning, it's Tom Brady. Like, I do. You, you go, go back a you go back a long long time, you get to Aaron Rodgers, too. Right, ah. right?
3: Russell Wilson, but that also is with, with the defense as well. So the Ravens, it's just it's just it's I, one of those things. The Ravens challenges you as well. Yes. After that even though that was the end of Ray Lewis, but still.
2: Yeah, unless you think Joe Flacco's a Hall no, of Famer. No. He's going to be competing with Daniel Jones, the is, starting quarterback in a few months. There, time, there, right? is, there
3: are a few percentage points where you can <laughs> play with a non-Hall of Famer. <laughs> now, I
2: get you. By the way, I do want to break the tie if Kyle Shanahan was drunk. I think he was. Sean thinks he was. Lugie says no. Tiki says no. An independent observer, I think, is Ozzie and Woodridge. Ozzie, you heard the clip of Kyle Shanahan. Please break the tie. Was he drunk or was he sober as he was giving that answer at media day? I believe that he
7: was sober giving that answer.
2: Wow.
7: But, but he was drunk during that second half of the Atlanta Patriots. <laughs> <football>. <laughs> uh,
2: you may be right. Right. You may be right. And by the way, Tiki, you guys just recalled it about building a team and building a ass first. Right. Yeah, the ass first. I so would... f- careful. Careful. I would do the same thing if I was building a woman. All right. <laughs> Thank you for saying the We, knew. we, knew, we, were going. we knew you were going, Ozzy. More of your calls next. Plus, Roger Goodell last night also had his turn with the media, and he said something about rules that I don't know if I agree with. We'll get to it coming up. Plus, more from you at 877 337 6666. Coming up on Thursday, besides a weekly appearance from Bad Tiki, we will finally find out what Sean's big show decision is. He beat me in pickleball last week, and because of that victory, not only do I not get to shave my beard, which is devastating, but he gets to make some kind of big show decision. Tiki already knows it. He apparently likes it. I'm slightly nervous. That'd be the phrase I'd use. I'm slightly nervous about his big show decision. (laughs) Why? I don't know. You don't trust Sean? I don't trust Sean, but I trust you. Yes. So when you give me that smirk of, I like it, I'm like, all right. Oh, I, I, I mean, some people might not like it, but I but like really, it. So some people may not like this big show decision. I think you'll like it. But you'll think I like it. Yes. I
5: know Sean loves it. Uh, you know- Sean loves his decision. I hope he loves it. <laughs> I take offense to that. You know, we, you you've been working with me just as long as you've been working with Tiki. You trust him, but you don't trust me. Why don't you trust me? <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. I'm going to test you right now. We'll see how much I trust you. Okay. I asked Sean to do something before the show. Let's see if he did it. Mm. I did, because I I did not hear this, but apparently this morning Mark Chernoff was on with Boomer and Geo and was talking about who the next program director should be and suggested Al Dukes, which I think we all agree with. I think Al would be a great program director. I have sources that have uh, I can't reveal that he may have even been offered the job already, Mm. and he already turned it down. So Chernoff's on the right page knowing Al would be a great candidate. And that the second name Chernoff mentioned as a great program director
5: is Sean (laughs) Morash. Now... Do you have the audio of said appearance? I do, including his thoughts if he was a program director on our show. Oh, there you go. Let's hear it. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Turnoff. How about
2: Sean Barrett? He's a funny guy. He'll bring some humor into everything. <clears throat> yeah. Um, no. I Did you blow c- that show up? <laughs> no, I haven't called them up. No, no, no. no, I would do blow that show up. No. Oh, it's funny, right? Yeah. Evan
7: okay. is great. Kiki, Kiki is fabulous. And Mirage, you know, adds a little element of, I'll call it surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise.
2: Surprise. Surprise, I'm here. Now, do you think that he was being serious
5: that you should be the program director? I do think he was being serious, unless he's really playing me. I had a nice conversation with him after that. Oh, so you followed up with Mark? Yeah, we we talked a little bit. What did you say? Like, did you reach out to him and say, hey, Mark, thanks for endorsing me? I think you're doing great. Ba-ba-ba-ba. you are doing that. You know, we exchanged some pleasantries, a couple texts back and forth, and I I love Mark. So you think he's literally like, yeah, I think Sean would be a good program director. I definitely got that impression. And to be honest with you, my ego has swelled since this morning.
3: Sean, would you be a good program director? I do. We may get asked to approve you. I do. You know why I do? Please give me your elevator pitch, why you'd be a good program director.
5: Because over the last four weeks, I've been molding the young minds at Iona University about sports radio, <laughs> and I realize as I'm listening to a lot of their homework, I do have the mind of a program director, and I think I'd be pretty damn good at So this- are you going to throw your hat in the ring? Uh, I, uh, I've discussed it with other people in upper management. My initial gut says no, because I love doing this all with the mic. But now that I think about it, it might be the best thing for all of you. What well, would
2: be the first thing you do? If he's came. like, yes, go, leave. <laughs>
5: if he gets me out of this seat, he's hired.
2: <laughs> What's the first thing you're doing as program director?
5: The first thing I'm doing as program director. That's a great question. i you get the job? What's the first thing you're doing? I'm giving Loogie another hour in raising his pay. I'm going to call it, you know, more than a bridge show. Uh, he could go through, follow through, you know, Keith will be fine. We'll give him a couple. Maybe we'll cut into the Big Mac hour, but I think Lugie deserves more time. May Mac leading hour. off, playing center. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. So who fills your seat? Oh, when I do this, I'm glad you asked,
7: Kiki. Have <laughs> yeah, it all figured out already? Yeah,
5: Lugie would fill my seat, but then with the added role where you're getting a lot of Lugauer. Now, who would fill Lugauer's seat? I would hire Pat Boyle today Pat for that job full time. Wow. wow. Now and he here's run the... the
2: board well
5: yep. enough. Yep. Here's... And I think he's a good personality to, add to the mix. Here's would the... we like him? I think you'd love Pat. <laughs>
2: oh, Pat's a great guy. Here's yeah, the real he question. So as
5: program director, you got to like sort of try to tell people what to do. Absolutely. How do you handle telling Boomer and what to do? <laughs> Boomer, you're not going to flex on me. You're not going to stuff me in a locker. This is what needs to be done. If not, I'm sorry. We could have a different talk when your contract ends. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> You can't not, not, fire Boomer. He's, he's Boomer. not firing Boomer, but you know what? Guys? He's not firing Boomer. He's threatening to fire Boomer. You, guys, can't, you know can't, the program director even, doesn't even have that power. No, I call him in the office politely. You got? Hey, guys, ratings are great. Ratings are killing it. Sorry, not everybody wants to hear about what golf course you're playing at every day, <laughs> and I take care of it. That's all. Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah, he'd be
5: terrible. For what the if job? he fires you? Who? Me? I can't fire me. No, Boomer fires. Boomer you. could fire the program director. It's kind of like an athlete firing the coach. Mm-hmm. How did Kenny Atkinson oh, get fired, right. Sean? Before that happens, Boomer could have the same fate as Kevin Durant. I'll ship him to Phoenix. He's been there (laughs) once. He can go back. Uh, Oh, you can trade. You're now going to trade. Sure. Excellent. I'll bring in somebody from Arizona. I love it. it. He's going to be a terrible program. All right, right. you fail. (laughs) Uh, architect, don't even think about it. Well, congratulations on being, you know, considered. Thank you. At least by the former program director that you'd be a great program The director. former program director who once, while I was employed, thought I was still an intern and asked me how the internship was going. <laughs> That's
2: not <funny>. <laughs> Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, God. Let's go to Matt down in Baltimore, Maryland. What's up, Matt? Hey, what,
7: what's up, Evan and Tiki? What's how up? you doing? Good. Good, man. What's hey, up? I just wanted to say that I have to agree with Sean on the whole take about the Super Bowl. Because to me, watching the Super Bowl every year, it's just great as a pure football fan. But there's also that stat that uh, I, I just was thinking of the other day where the last 17 quarterbacks that had their first Super Bowl appearance, like Purdy, never made it back. Mm. So when you look at those moments like that, you can always just think of, like, you know, Matt Ryan and Goff. And, like, I guess, unfortunately, sorry, I'm a Ravens fan. We beat in 2000. Like, right. see those moments one time. That's incredibly important. And I just think, you know, that's why it's fun to watch the Super Bowl. I understand the point of not having teams, and honestly, it's hard for me yeah. to say that's what happened on Sunday.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, really, no, you know. it's, I mean, look, you guys, I think, have a future to get back there. Uh, things got to change with play calling in critical moments, though, because the fact that they abandoned the run, I know it's Todd Munkin's first year as OC down there in Baltimore, but you had one advantage. It was Lamar Jackson, and you neutered him. So, that's just for that's just on the Baltimore Ravens. But to his point about getting there one time, he's right. Oh, dude. Like so many the one of the greatest quarterbacks in our history, Dan Marino, went to one Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. And it was his second year. It right? was early in his career, 84, or yeah. Second year, first first whatever, first mm-hmm. or second year. Could won. be Joe Burrow.
2: And that was it. Could be it could, could be could Joe Burrow. Burrow. Well, that's why, and I think this goes for all sports, not just the Super Bowl. I I've certainly kind of lived this as a fan. Mm-hmm. Is that when you are close you can't take anything for granted. Right. It's why about two weeks ago I was talking about a buddy of mine who's a big Lion fan. And going into the NFC title game, he says to me, we're playing with house money. No, you're not. And I didn't want to say it back because this is his week. Right. But I said it to you and I say it on the air. You're not playing with house money. Because you never know. As much as you want to write it down and think, oh, we'll be back. Like, I'll make this real for us here in New York. I just did a rewatch of Game 7 of the 2006 NLCS for mm-hmm. Rico Bronia, the podcast. We all thought, oh, we'll be fine. We'll be back. They didn't sniff it. Yeah, They choked the following year. They lost the pennant race the year after that. And the year after that, they sucked. So, you just, no matter how much on paper you think you'll be back, you don't know if you'll be back.
3: No, it's just hard to get there. And every other team has the same feeling and the same opportunity.
2: And all it takes is one bad injury. Well, let me ask you. In the NFL, it's one bad injury. Of course. Injury. You lose the Super Bowl, not just you, your team, obviously. Yep. It's not like you lost it. But you lose the game to the Baltimore Ravens. You're still relatively young. Mm-hmm. Little did we know you had one, two, three, four, like six more years left of your NFL career. Yep. Could have been more if you so choose. Did you think, oh, I'll be back? Like, did you left? Did you think you'll be back, or did you kind of know deep down, I don't know, man, that takes a lot to get here.
3: I remember saying, because I remember answering the questions after the game, and there was like an earthquake somewhere. It happened, and I, and I remember thinking, like, man, life is short. It's nothing, and it was bad. It was like a bad earthquake that right, right. I think it happened right before or right after the Super Bowl. And I was like, man, Earth is like, uh, life is short. You never know. Mm. And and then the one thing I remember being asked about is, well, can you guys get back next year? I'm like, it's, it's you know, how long it took to get here. Like starting in March, you start you know squatting and deadlifting and working out again, and then the off season program starts, and then the draft happens. And you got to integrate these young guys into the system, and then who knows what coaches are leaving or what free agents you sign. And training camp happens. You got to get through a month of that. By the way, tough months of training camp back then. Then you got to get through the season. You got to get every quarter right. Like to get back right where you left is hard. And I got Dan Campbell said that because Dan was on that team as well. He was on that 2000 team. And I think it haunts him in some ways because we never got back. Mm. And I remember having a conversation with Strahan uh, the year before I retired, so 2005. And we had just lost to the Carolina Panthers in the wildcard game. The guys got very outcoached in that game. And outplayed and hustled, and everything else. That's what everybody else forgets I said. I I did, know, we also I were coached. But I remember having <laughs> a conversation with uh, with Stray, And I was like, man, dude, we might not ever get back. Yeah, Because that 05 season felt like our chance to get back. Yeah. We were dominant. Like we were so good, and then we lost um, to the Panthers in embarrassing fashion. And I had that conversation with Stray, and it's like, dude, I am not, not. I'm I'm getting to the end, man. I don't know if we're gonna get a chance. And he and he co-signed it. And then obviously he stayed another year and got and went back. But yeah. You just
2: never know. Man. That's dude. That perfectly encompasses as a fan why when my teams have rarely gotten there, gotten to the promised land of mm-hmm. being in the finals or a World Series. I haven't experienced Super Bowl yet there's an immense, just as a fan, amount of pressure. Right. Because you know, you know deep down. This is why I could never enjoy it. You know deep down, boy, we better do it now because the odds are we're not getting back. And the more recent one that really sticks with me was 2015 because that run the Mets went on was sort of like a miracle run when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. They're 500 team. Yeah. They make the trade for Cespedes. They go on this great run. They win the East. And even when the playoffs started, when you looked at the other teams in the NL playoffs, you said, ah, they're the third or fourth best team. Yeah. That's really the view. Well, and what do they do? They win a, an incredible game five in L.A. They sweep the Cubs. And going into that World Series, and not everybody agreed with me. Right. Not everyone was like, oh, we'll be back. Look at our young pitching. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. We'll be well, back? Well, And it, it felt like such a missed opportunity, and clearly I was right because yeah. look what happened but
3: after. I, I think in football it's a little bit
2: different because if
3: you do it with a young quarterback, you almost feel like, all right, I believe now that this kid has what it takes to get us there because simply for the fact that he got us there. You just said Dan Marino, though. Dan is the exception, though. Is he, though? Think about Tom. Tom was a young quarterback when he – got his chance. Talk about the greatest of all time. I know but at, I'm talking about, think about it in real time. Mm-hmm. So he gets his opportunity he gets to the Super Bowl they win and it's like, man, they got the Super Bowl, this young kid, he doesn't even know what the hell he's doing. Mm. Same thing with Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes gets to the Super Bowl, yes, he plays at a high level, but honestly, he, he do not know what the hell he's doing. He's just reacting. He's playing backyard football better than, you know, teams can play structured football. And he gets to the Super Bowl. It's why when I look at the 49ers and how they've built ass up first, right? How they built this team, and they have a young quarterback, third youngest in NFL history, and Brock Purdy, who Kyle Shanahan, if you were listening to what he was saying on that clip as opposed to trying to determine what he was, whether he was drunk or not. That's what I was listening right? to. Right. Yeah. They knew early that he was, the best, was yeah. the best guy on the roster. And so, like, you got a young quarterback at 24 years old who's playing in a Super Bowl. I think the 49ers are going to be the dominant team in the NFC going forward. Because they have a young quarterback, and he knows how to get to the Super Bowl. Yes, he's not elite, but Tom Brady wasn't elite either.
2: Well, that's that's the scary part. Like, Tom Brady, for the first few years of his career, what did we really think of him? Exactly. We're like, hey, it's it's like, like, yeah,
3: he's pretty yeah. just, good. He's just game managing his way to the yeah, Super Bowl. So... Now, how many times have you heard that about Brock Purdy this week? Nah, he's the... just game managing. That's BS, man. Shut up, dude. You go game manage them to the Super Bowl then. It doesn't it doesn't work that way. There's, just something, there's a certain it that you have to have. Pat had it. Tom had it, and Brock Purdy, so far, as a young quarterback in his second season,
2: he's in the Super Bowl. So I have a feeling five years from now, we're talking about Brock Purdy as like an all timer That's basically what you're alluding to. Maybe. And he's not elite, doesn't have a great
3: arm, he makes dumb mistakes sometimes. Doesn't matter,
2: though, if he's in the Super Bowl, like three out of five years, that's it. That's enough. That's enough. Let's go to Kate in Smithtown. How are you, Kate? I'm doing well. How are
7: you?
2: What's up, Kate? We're good. What's up?
7: Um... I wanted to comment on uh, the Super Bowl situation yes. uh, as a mom and a woman mm-hmm. because I tried the whole separate room thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it but it doesn't work because when you have kids and you're at a party, everyone expects you to, you know, do the entertaining. I'd much rather just, you know, shove the kids in my basement and watch it alone on my couch. <laughs> but you know You know, but you know, you got friends, you got family. Oh, let's get the kids together and watch the Super Bowl. Oh, we don't that's, watch that's the, the
3: Super worst. Bowl. That's the worst thing
2: to do. see. This is the thing, Kate. Earlier in the show when Sean said, Boy, we have freedom, just don't watch it with those people, he didn't understand that people like you, Kate, exist. You're
5: a real human yeah. being. Mm-hmm. You're a mom, Yeah. and you want to watch the freaking uh, game. You don't like, want to be bothered. Why, why can't Why can't you just say we're not doing that this year? I'm on the couch. My kids are playing in their playroom. Ugh, because <laughs> then they would come here. Right, that would be worse. But just say this is it. We're not doing that this year. Have, you, just, have you,
3: you ever just tried to like not have your kids bother you? It doesn't work. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. Well, I it works.
7: At, it works. You know what? It works at home in my house. So yeah. like Sundays during the season, I'm like, kids go outside. Kids go in the basement. Whatever. You know, or I'll have people over that only want to watch football. So, like, they live their, they leave their wives and their kids at home. <laughs> nice. I'm, like, the only girl that actually wants to watch. But, of course, when you're at a party, they don't ask, you know, the dads to get up off the couch. Yeah. They ask the moms. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's true. Thank, thank you, Kate. I'm sorry. And I hope that Tiki and I were able to well represent your view to evil people like right. Sean who thinks it's no. just easy. Just yes. tell people to leave. No don't take care of the kids.
5: That's it, Kate. All you have to. I'm sorry. It's not acceptable. We're not doing anything with anybody for the Super Bowl this year I'm watching it by myself. What's gonna happen? Those people are gonna be angry that you're not watching Super. So what? Then they're not worth hanging out with the rest of your life. No,
2: you just don't get it, bro. You're gonna know,
5: lose them over twenty dollars? Kate tried. She tried
2: to yes. explain it and
5: you still don't get it. She you're has responsibilities. Her. No mom. Because I'm telling something that's mind blowing to people they should realize I should be doing this all along. Just do it. <laughs>
2: it's not as simple as that.
5: <laughs> Let's go to Anthony and Harrison. You're on the fan, Anthony. What's up?
1: Oh hey, how's it going? What's
2: so good? I agree with both of you. I always say that like week one is, like, way, like, so much better than the Super Bowl because it's a start of the football season, not the end
3: of it. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: But there is, like, something that's, like, so American about the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, it's the one sporting event where everybody watches, like, no matter what. You're yeah. right. You're like right. That wor- is damn true because world- that's not the case with the World Series or NBA Finals no. or Stanley Cup. Finals. No, I won't even watch those. Those are,
7: those are nothing to me. But like, I, but I also agree because
2: it's like opening day, week one. Like Every team has a chance to yeah. win it. My team will never come close to being in it. So it's like I can dream, but it's like not, it's like so far, like not a reality. Yeah. The only time, I don't know if you guys felt this way, and you probably don't. See, this is the jet giant, we can't understand each other thing. Mm-hmm. Like I can't understand being in a Super Bowl. You guys have been. Here's the other thing you guys can't understand. Losing a championship game. And I'll tell you why that matters. When you watch the Yankees losing the American League Championship Series in 2019. I don't want to bring up the recent one because you guys got annihilated. Yeah. 2019 or 2017, you lose in six, you lose in seven. It is easy to say, I am not watching the World Series. Yeah, I just lost. I can't watch this. I felt that way in 06 with the Mets and in 99 with the Mets. I can't watch
3: them bastards try to win a championship.
2: I can't. Like, I give you, and this is tough as a New York sports talk host, the 1999 World Series is one of the few World Series I could not watch. Like, I've gone back as a historian to see what happened, but there's no way I could watch that World Series. No, I get it. But in baseball, it's easy. Few years ago, Nets lose to Milwaukee in seven. Loogie was here for it. Every time Craig would bring up the NBA, I'd say, I don't even know what that is. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't watch it, right? You can do that. The only time I ever really felt that way was after the Jets lost to the Steelers. Mm. More so than even the Colts the previous year. Where I'm like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> now I did because yeah. I felt bullied like you had to.
3: That was the Tampa one, right?
2: The Tampa one, the four, the Steelers. I know it as the Steelers against the Saints. That's what I know. It oh as. no, that wasn't the Tampa one. Steelers, against, Steelers against the Packers. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm getting Saints, uh, Colts confused. It's so
5: long, ago you keep forgetting Aaron Rodgers <laughs> the right. <more> Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
2: I don't think of the Aaron Rodgers part. I think of the me part.
5: But I couldn't watch the Super Bowl. Could you ever get to that? See, you don't even have that experience of losing in a championship ah. game. So, yes and no. I've had the experience of Giants losing a playoff game, and the next round is really difficult Okay, to so watch when the, the Niners game
2: that you experienced. Yeah. Now, I don't know how you are as a player. Would you watch... All oh, oh, the NFL mean, games. Once you were yeah, out, because
3: I had a twin brother who was playing. Oh yeah, crap! I
2: forgot. About so that. I got off. I got home, sulked
3: <laughs> for a couple days, then I flew to Tampa and watched the game from the sideline. Oh, jeez! So and I loved it. They kicked the 49ers' ass. It felt so good. So you <laughs> felt like vindicated. Yes, I did. And he had
5: an interception in that game. I'm, I think he took it back to like the five yard line. I am standing like right there, like yeah. Did ball. you? Did you watch that game? I have no recollection of those. I have no recollection of the round after the onside kick in 97, but it's the same thing. I feel the same way. The moment my teams are eliminated. I need a break for... A- yeah, for but, yes. but wait a second. Again, the Giants have this unique history. They have never lost the title game. It's right, so I haven't, had, I haven't had that Super Bowl feel yet. Maybe hmm. that is the Super Bowl. I'd be like, you know what, Aunt Mar- Martha? Ask me whatever you want about Snapple. Uh, you know, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah.
3: Snapple. Is that still around?
5: First Damn, of all, all right, it's around. Yeah. yeah. Snapple. I mean, Open my fridge. <laughs> He's a big Snapple guy. I love snapping.
2: Yeah, I think I need to experience the Giants losing an NFC title game so I can kind of put you guys to that Super Bowl <laughs> well, test. We already are. have like four championships, though, so it's all good. No, I don't think so. Like, I don't mean the championship part. Yeah. If you lose the NFC title game to the Dallas Cowboys on a last-second field goal, right? And in the next two oh. weeks later, it's Dallas against Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl. Are you really going to be like, yeah, no, Ray,
3: that's we're hell.
5: having a party, Man, fellas. If the,
3: if, the Cal- <laughs> if the Giants ever lose to the Cowboys
5: in the playoffs, it'll be hell. Yeah, well, that's I'm taking the week off. <laughs> he gave me the. I'm, uni- s- I'm serious. Un- I'm taking the week off. <laughs> he gave a unique scenario, though. Yes, I'd still win, and I'd buy Steeler gear because I hate the Cowboys that much. If they lost to the Vikings in the NFC, I mean, that's a check out for the Super Bowl.
2: More your calls next. Plus, Sean's got an interesting conspiracy theory around the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. We'll listen to it and find out if there's any truth to it. Plus, we'll talk to you eight seven seven three three seven
0: sixty six sixty six. How powerful is Cox Internet?